What's up, a Breaking Live podcast. I'm your boy, Lita Johnson. Catch my work, 247 Sports, NBA Draft Room, Philly Sports Network, NFL Draft Room. Believe it. All right, listen. I'm more excited about 2022 than 2021 in Villanova basketball. I'm, I'm a little, like, this is crazy. It's crazy because I, I came to talk to Nova Nation. Nova Nation, listen to me. You should be very excited about the future, at least for the outlook of how many talented uh, prospects is coming because it's going to put them in the national championship contention each year because they will always have depth. And I think after the five guys left, after uh, DiVincenzo Brunson, after DiVincenzo Brunson and uh, Spellman and Bridges all left that year, I think he had... when Jay Wright, every time there's a minus in his plan, he always comes back. And, and anytime there's a plus, he, he evolves on it. Like when he realized that Spellman shooting threes as a five was big, he stayed with it. When he recognized, you know, that having a bench guy that can that can light it up, he did it again. That's how he got the second championship. And now with the recruiting thing. When that depth cut him hard, he said, listen, I'm going to keep depth. He is getting, he is he is going in transfer. He is aggressive in transfer market. He is aggressive in the recruiting market. He is an aggressive dude. So, with that being said, let's talk about 2022. I'm going deep, and I'm going deep in 2022, and I'm going hard. I'm going like a shark because it's just so much going on. It's just when I saw so much going on, all right? And a good deal by a VU sports, my boy Eric Watkins, the recruiting depth chart is real. There's, there's some guys on there that, that, are, that are getting recruited and some guys that are not. All right? So to visually tell you, to visually tell you what's going on, I recently talked to guys like Jaden Lamine, Mark uh, Armstrong. You'll see some uh, interviews on VU sports coming. You know, the VU. Um, so I, I had to go deep in the um, – couple of guys um i'm gonna uh, be talking to the whitehead real soon it's another guy with villanova interest i'm, I'm real cool with a couple guys around their source so you know it's been it's been real big to look at 2022 this is this is huge what they're doing you want to know about five stars shout out to any of the listeners my guy s dot they should go at the five stars well they're doing it now they're going into some bad boys, like some bad boys real early in 2022. And that guard class was going at the Chance Restry, going at the Justice Williams. You know, they're they going after guys, and I just told you, Mike Armstrong, Jay Lamont, uh, uh, um, Judah Mintz. I mean, they're going after some guys. There's going to be some interviews coming back real soon, a lot of prospects. I'm going hard because it's so many of them. Guard you is real. When you recruit this many guards, I know they went after some wings during the year. They got Slater and, and, and Bay and Cole Swider. I know right now it seems like they went after a lot of guards and, you know, and all that. But because, you know, another thing, the, the Angelo Brizzy, there are people putting in votes for Brizzy to go to Nova. This is very, very interesting. Because if kills don't commit, I can still see Nova either giving the offer or going after a Diggins or um, because you got Diggins and you still got Mitchell. You look at Brizzy, you look at, you know, you could put any of them guys. Villanova is real. To let you know, Villanova is not scared to double up on any position. So 
because they can play people positionless. It depends on where they're at. You can easily play Mitchell or Diggins at the guard, just like they did Brunson and Archie Diakono. You can easily put those guys at guard. You can easily – it's no, no question. You can easily put guys like that at the guard position, like Mitchell and, and, and Brizzy, because Brizzy can be a straight passer. Mitchell can light it up. He's scoring 22 a game this year. Diggins can light it up. You know, but all of them, both of them can also handle the rock. Brizzy can handle the rock. I mean, Brizzy can be at the two-guard position. Brizzy got the size, and he can shoot. So you could put two guys like that in a Nova system, especially their passing team. They can all get involved. So check this out. If they don't get kills, Mitchell and Diggins are still up. Don't, don't think Mitchell and Diggins are out of no. If Brizzy chooses Villanova, those guys can still commit to Villanova. It's just that simple. But look for an offer because, you know, you ain't gonna, they're just not going to sit on your offer. You know, they're, they're going to be like, all right, okay. Because Tamar Bates, I'm telling you, it, it seems like more and more that, you know, they could go for that situation. It, it seems more and more like that. And, and I think that, you know, a lot of things going on. One thing that is going on, they are courting the hell out of kills. They are courting the hell out of kills. He is the number one guy. You know, my boy E. Watkins got on there. We always have a little debates. He was like, Trevor Kills has been the number one uh, pros- uh, number one target. No, he hasn't. It's been Trey Patterson for years. Trey Patterson has been the number one target. And then when Trey Patterson was picked up, okay, Nana Njoku was a high choice, a high target, not the top target, not a top target. But it, in a way, you can really say he was a top target. Like, they wanted a big man, and they didn't offer any other big man. So let's get away from that. Let's get away from that. I, I think, in my opinion, that's a top target. You know, even though, you know, you hear high target, um, high choice. I think that's just solidifies definitely a top target. But the next top target was always Christie and Langston Love and Kills all in one. They all got offered around the same time. So, but Christie, Christie was the big man. He he was the guy. They prioritized all three. And Michigan State got 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 uh, Christie, and Baylor got Langston Love. That's just what it is, because Bear Little prioritized them too. They just won out. That's it. They just won out. They just won out. It's fair and square. It wasn't like Villanova backed off. They just won out. And the same thing with Kills with Virginia and Villanova. You know, Kills loves Virginia, but Villanova now, with no more thinking about love or Christie, they are going to go after Trevor Kills. They're going to go after Trevor Kills. Trevor Kills. Trevor Kills, they're using everything, everything. And Kills knows that Nova's always prioritizing, but now it is going down. They are going hard. There's nobody else. Longino is about to commit Thursday, all right? Brizzy is, the, the, it seems like he's about to make a decision right now because when the analysts, when, 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 the, when them boys in, in 247 start, Racking up, you know, they start racking up decisions. And I'm going to tell you personally, yes, it's, it looks like soon that Brizzy will make a decision. I mean, it's already, you know, they, like I told you about the guards, they'll prioritize. Everybody's a, they're going hard at Mitchell. They're going hard at Brizzy, who was the first. They didn't even offer Diggins first. They offered Brizzy first. So what that tell you about their offer? They were after Diggins, Brizzy, and Mitchell. But... First come, first serve. That was a three-way battle. And then Kills could have knocked everybody off if Christie committed. No. 
Love didn't commit. Now, yeah, they going. I think it's going to be Longino and Brizzy. And Kills is the next, the next guy. Longino can, can play the three. He's a wing. He can play the three or the two. You get Kills to play the two. Now, that's, that's your two guard. And you got Brizzy. So, in the future, it really looks like Kills and Patterson is going to do wonders. Like, they're going to get the ball the most. I did, you know, the, the Kills and Patterson is it. Kills and Patterson is going to be the future. of. I think, I think a lot more... I think the biggest thing is looking at the whole fact that now it just looks like that. Now, if they don't get kills, I think it could be Diggins. I think it could be Diggins. You know, but then again, look for a, a heavy recruitment of Steve Mitchell. If, if, if kills don't commit, Steve Mitchell, look for Stevie Mitchell to get pursued just like Diggins. It's going to be something to see. It's going to be something to see. It really is on how this turns out. But 2022, Jalen Duran is number one. Him and Jarris Walker are one and two. They are one and two as targets. Like, seriously, that's it. Then you got Justice Williams. When you got Justice Williams, then you got Chance Westry. It's another big target. Like, that's another top target. Like, they're going to go, like, they, they, for the first time, right, they, they're playing like Duke of Kentucky for real. They are playing like Duke in Kentucky. So, honestly, this is going to be exciting because there's so many high-level targets. So many high-level targets. Mark Armstrong, Jalen Lamont are good. And they're going to New Jersey. That's their spot, right? Jalen Darren, I think, and Jarris Walker are going to get – like, they're looking at everybody else. And you look, that's why they got a pool of point guards because they're just going to grab them. I don't think they're really just thinking like, all right, uh, like, like Sky Clark is one guy. Judah Mintz, look at them two guys that could possibly go after – no, no question. They've already been recruiting both of them. So to turn up the juice on two, I think they're, they're prepared to lose on Sky Clark because Duke and Kentucky is also recruiting them hard. North Carolina, Kansas, Memphis, all recruiting Sky Clark hard. This, one's, this is what he told me. That's my guy there, Sky Clark. Then you got Judah Mintz. He's a guy I've been talking to uh, recently. Uh, we're going to find out a lot about his recruitment. And, and you, know, he's in, you know, he's in the same area where Villanova loves to recruit. So this is going to be something to look at. This is, this is live. Live reporting for Follow Leader Sportscast. Letting y'all Nova Nation fans know it's exciting right now. Jalen Duran, Jarris Walker are the top two targets, and they are heavily loving Villanova. So not saying that, that, that it's a lot, but they heavily love Villanova. So anybody coming is going to have to battle Villanova. How about that one? Justice Williams, I could see him committing to Villanova over chance Westry. Uh, Westry might go with Dior Johnson to Syracuse. But then again, Chance Westry could still go to Philly. He, listen, he's from Philly. Philly got a lot of bad boys in 2022. Jameel Brown's another one. Right? 2022, target. they're going guard crazy. They're going guard crazy. I think they're happy with, and then you're looking at it, um, 
playing the three? Who played the three? Right now, Jordan Longino looks like a three. And you're talking about Trey Patterson. Um, Slater and, and, and Swider come back for one more year before 2022 class really kicks up. You know what I'm saying? And, and so it's going to be time. Now, Trey Patterson looks like he, he's definitely going to be a starter. Longino could be a starter. I'm Caleb Houston. I'm really watching this very closely if Villanova gets involved, if Kills doesn't commit. If Kills doesn't commit, and I, I, that's something you got to like really pay attention to. But I doubt it right now. But that, he was definitely a 2022 target. So to cap it all off, um, the big fish we all know is Dern. And it, it, to be excited... I see him going to Nova if he don't go to the G League. That's just it. That's just it. I see Justice Williams going to Villanova. I don't see Westry right now, even though I still think it's a chance. He's been to Nova. He's been to Hoosmania. Yeah, but I just think that that them being in the same high school, the same AAU, I think they're bringing that duo to Villanova. They're bringing that duo to Villanova. No question. I mean, they are heavily there. It's not like, no, they are heavily there. I see them bringing that duo to Villanova. Now, Jairus Walker, yeah, I see Jairus Walker is another one. Jairus Walker, another one. Who's Nova. And that's the only three that I feel like is Nova. Like, that's it. That, that, like, that's the only three, I feel like. I think that's the only three they get in that class. I think that's it. I think that's it. I don't. I don't. I think they get a, a point guard, but I think, you know, to be honest, <clears throat> looking at the point guards they're going after, I wonder they're going to get a point guard because they're going after too many point guards. So it's four guys I feel like out of that class will commit to Villanova, and that's it. Just four. Just four. At the most, could be three. You mess around, and you know I mean, because you're looking at the guards in Villanova with Archie Diakono. Say Brizzy commits. It's two point guards. So now you're going to 2022. It has to make it a priority. Has to make it a little bit of priority. Unless they get a Diggins. They get a Diggins. You know, Daniels is going to play one more year. I see him playing point guard. If they get a Diggins or a Mitchell, and that's another point guard, they can always plug in there. So that's something. If they don't, they get kills. Even though kills could still play point, you see how those you can you could die off. You don't have to make it a priority because you got guards now. You got some guards. Moore is going to be there for a minute. Could be kills and uh, more backcourt one year if kills commits. So undeniably, I'm looking at the team that Villanova is right now, and. Um, If Jairus, let's just say they don't get a Justice Williams or Jalen Dern or Jairus Walker. Let's just say they don't get one of those guys. There's a lot of guys out there that are pretty good. You got Noah Batchelor out of Merlin. Uh, Charles Nyicki, another front court player that I'm going to be uh, soon doing to get a lot of interviews with me on 2022 Prospects. I've been hearing news. I've been going deep. And Philanova is looking 
for a guy. As far as a front, I think I think if they get a fourth person, it's, it's whoever. It could be a point guard. It could be a power forward. But I think the three guys that they want, unless they don't get them, is, is that, that, like I know the three guys they want is Jarris Walker, Dylan Dern, and Justice Williams. Uh, the, the the Chance Westry, they love Chance Westry. They want him too. He's another t- uh, prioritized target. You don't think they, they want both of those guys? Jarris Walker is your is your. He comes in there. He's an automatic guy that can play the wing. If you look at Jordan Longino, uh, you look at Trey Patterson. Trey Patterson can play the four. You don't really have to look for a guy at the four if they don't want to. But Trey Patterson can also play the three. It's, it's so many ways. It's positionless Nova. And then you look at uh, Chance Westry and Justice Williams. They are the two battles for shooting guard. They are the two prioritized guys. It's one or the other. I don't, I don't see both unless it's Westry and Williams. And Westry at, at his size, 6'4 to 6'5, can play the, the, the three, can be at the small four position. It can, it can happen in Nova. But I, I, doubt, that, I doubt that's happening because Jez Walker is the target. Unless Jez Walker doesn't commit, then it's, everything's up in the air. Charles and Yicky, he tells me that Nova is recruiting him. Four-star center Cal Filipowski out of Massachusetts. Number one guy in Massachusetts. Here we go again. Massachusetts, Villanova, Massachusetts. He tells me Villanova is recruiting him. Charles and Yicky. A forward tells me that Villanova is recruiting him. Florida, town of Florida prospect. Also, um, Jaquan Harris. Another point guard prospect, four-star point guard. Tells me Villanova, 2022, tells me Villanova is recruiting. Listen, Villanova's going hard at point guard. I think they're going to get a point guard, but they don't have to. Like, if they get Duran, Williams, and Walker, they'll sit on that. But they want a point guard. I, I, I just think they want a point guard. I think they want a point guard in this class because it's too many guards they're going after. You know, I just so I'm gonna say four, but they'll shut down three if they can't get a point guard. But then again, when Lonnie Walker left, like I said, when Lonnie Walker didn't commit to Nova, Nova did what? What did they do? Nova went right after another guard, but it was a point guard, and they got Colin Gillespie. They didn't get Cameron Reddish. And they and they still got a big time class. They ended up getting Slater and they went back and got Bay. They went back and got Bay. They got Slater and Swatter. That was a great class. Still a, to this day a great class. Slater. You haven't seen the best of Slater. You ain't seen the best. Of Swatter, you haven't seen the best. Like, this is the year now when you see Slater. It's put up a shut up, and, and I've always hyped up Slater. Last year was kind of disappointing because I feel like he had so many opportunities to score and he didn't. He should have showed people who Brandon Slater. Is. He has to be more aggressive. He has Tracy McGrady aggressiveness. He can go to the hole and dunk on you. He's long. Like everybody knows the type of Brandon Slater he can be. Do I think going to be a first-round draft pick? No, I don't think, in my opinion, even though he has the talent to be a guy that could get drafted in, in, in the first round. But I think if he, he's anything, he'll be a second-round pick. Explosive at his best. Explosive second-round pick. Does he have the talent to turn to a first-round pick? Yeah. 
but I don't think he's going to be a first-round pick if if he's in the draft. This is being this is Leader Johnson being real with you. I don't think Slater, when he came into high school, I th he had the definite NBA potential and athleticism, but I didn't think he would reach that potential like that. I think he would be a good college player. But it's different now. I'm talking about getting drafted now. Do I think he'll be on the NBA team? Yeah, I think I think Slater, if he wants to, yeah. He can come right up to the G League, and a team will have a player. Every championship team has a Brandon Slater. All right? Cole Swider can be a first round. I think he's a second round pick right now. But he's, he, you look at Kevin Hooter getting, depends on the, the talent of the draft he comes out in. Kevin Hooter getting drafted. You know, guys that you see what happened with Devin Vassell soon as you see his three point shot. If, if, if Swider shows, listen, Swider and Antoine and, and Daniels on the bench is almost scary as hell. Swider is almost to the point of scoring double figures off the bench no matter what you no matter who you put on him. When he gets his shot right and it's automatic and you're stupid as hell for leaving him open because he didn't make people pay for that last year. He did not make people pay for leaving him open. He didn't make, he didn't do that. He did not do that. At the beginning of the year, the first like the first four, four games, five games he did. But after that, he just he was so suspect, but he had the shot though. He still had a good shot. He just didn't make people pay. He didn't have the shot that we know he can have. Because we needed him a lot of games. Then you got Daniels who can just slice up any... Oh my gosh. He's going to be... A, Eric Dixon. Go go back to the conversation. Eric Dixon. We, we had the phone conversation. And like he said, that's the one guy. People don't know just how good this dude is. And then you bring in Antoine or, or Moore off the bench. Whoever, I think it's going to be, I'm going to go with Moore. Bring Moore off the bench. Did you know what that does to a defense when you have to deal with eight people that talented? Like, not even just eight people, just eight people that talented. They can shred, they got three people on the bench that can shred you up alive. And then if, if Slater turns on, if he turns on, he doesn't even have, like I said, if he get four points every game, just take advantage of whatever you shoot. Just give me four points every game, four points, two rebounds, and I'm cool because we understand the time he getting or the time it could be reduced. If you're getting double figure, I mean, I think Slater can give you five points a game. If you're getting double figure minutes, I think he can give you, if you get ten minutes a game, I say five points a game, but I don't think he'll get that type of minutes a game. I just think that with Moore and Swider and Daniels coming and the type of lineups they're going to have, I don't see Slater getting as many minutes. Just like Dixon. Dixon's going to get good minutes. He's going to get a chance to, to, to score, you know. I think he's really going to be, that's another guy off the bench. That I feel like, you know, but Robinson Earl gets some five minutes. There'll be times he'll get five minutes, take away from uh, Dixon. It's going to be like that. Like Dixon and Slater will be the guys the next year. You'll see a lot from them. They're going to need Slater to be a big-time player, you know, in his senior season. They're going to need that. They're going to need him to be the Brandon Slater that came from Paul the Fourth High School. They're going to need that. They, I think it's going to be interesting to see. You know, you're bringing in Longino now, and it's not Christie down there, so there's no challenge. I think Longino is good. But Slater now, I think, is the small forward uh, after, this, after this basketball. I think he is, that is his position. And I think the next thing you're looking at is Cole Swider and Trey Patterson. I don't think they'll, they'll just throw Trey Patterson in there with the move. I think Cole Swider will be a starting power forward. Then you'll have Eric Dixon. 
And then you're looking at uh, if, if Antoine, if Antoine is a starter, I think he's going to the draft. <laughs> I'm sorry. 2021 draft is Antoine. But if he isn't starting, there's a possibility that he won't go. Starters just get the more spotlight. We'll just see what happens. But Antoine, if he plays and he's off the bench or he starts, and you're looking at other guys, um, you're looking at Caleb Daniels next after Gillespie. He's the point guard, no question. Fish Archer Jack, I know, gets that time, becomes that player. People are forgetting about Chris Archer Diakono on that team. He's going to be big off the bench for the team next year. And then you bring in, let's, see, let's just say Brezzi, Longino, let's say Kills. If Antoine leaves, Kills automatically gets that time. This is going to be something to see. All right, I'm out of here, y'all. I'm reporting live by Villanova Radio. Uh, it's on, y'all. It is on. Basketball recruiting is unbelievable right now. I got a lot more to talk with y'all about. Doug McDaniel could be another guy. Uh, I mean, 2022 is on, baby. I mean, it's hot like fire. I mean, they started, they forgot about 2020 just to go hard on 2021 and go super hard on 2022. That, that was the big plan. That was it, because they had been recruiting Jalen Dern and Justice Williams and Chance Westby for a long time, and Jairus Walker, all of them for a long time. So uh, I'm out, y'all. See y'all. Lita Johnson, follow me. Follow Lita on Instagram. Follow Lita on Twitter. Uh, I, uh, and, and like my page and follow me on Facebook. Yo, I love y'all. Out of here. Peace.